0: Hey there, we're Chris and Melissa Smith of FamilyBrand.com, husband and wife, parents of five, and we want to help you unleash the power of your family.
1: And we know it can be so challenging raising a family where the return on investment is unmeasured and sometimes it feels like your efforts are completely unnoticed. It takes real courage and commitment and a long-term vision for what you are building. You're building a family.
0: And as entrepreneurs, we always think it's so interesting how your brand at home is the one that you think about the least, but at the end of your life, it will be the brand that matters the most. And look none of us want to wake up one day feeling like man we missed it like we missed this opportunity to create something really amazing as a family
1: so what you can expect from us are actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a better parent a better spouse and to build a stronger family the world needs strong families now more than ever and it starts right here with your family
0: so melissa and i just got back from a really fun trip to nashville tennessee it was our first time going to nashville which we would highly recommend I had the opportunity to go out and speak at an event for one of my clients. But the reason I bring that up is it just seems like every time Melissa and I go on a road trip, a getaway, or even just a walk, we have the most epic, cool, meaningful, deep conversations. Especially walks. Something about walks. Chris and I have really great conversations on our walk. But I think what we identified this past couple of days we were talking, it's just when we're in motion. There's something about being out in movement, moving in motion like literally going places or on a road trip or a walk.
2: I'm excited for it to start getting warmer because usually when it's good weather, we like to walk every night and just kind of swap stories from the day basically. But it's always such a great way to connect and um, get on the same page. And we do have like really fantastic exchange of information. Like on our walk was the first time we decided like, I think we should move somewhere and do something adventurous. We should move to Hawaii. On our walk is the time when I was like, really challenge you, I think you should start your own business.
0: Yeah, my business, Cam Perfect came out of a walk. Our moved to Hawaii came out of a walk. The podcast came out of a walk. Like, something about getting out and walking and being together. So this episode is not about walking. It's not about walking. <laughs> it's not about going out on walks. I just say that because... I derailed that. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I think it was a combination of having gone to Nashville, and then we had, we had a two and a half hour drive back. Just we were talking a lot about family brand. And... We have some really cool things happening with Family Brand. We've launched our new program. We have some families going through that, getting just having really great results. And over the weekend, Melissa had done a post that had gotten a lot of engagement. And we on started, Instagram. Yeah, sorry. A post on Instagram. And Melissa and I just started realizing, we are like, wow, Like, if you really think about every family that's ever reached out to us looking for advice
2: or looking for help. Ever. Not just on this post, but I think this post had us really... See it so clearly, because it was all happening in real time,
0: yeah, we probably had hundreds of families, maybe even the thousands at this point through the podcast and other things we do reach out to us and they and we started realizing they all fall within these three categories that we had never really identified, and then we realized that we at one point have been in all three of these like phases or stages or kind of categories mm-hmm. in our own marriage, and so I thought it would just be really useful to share these three I guess we'll call them phases of where we see most marriages and relationships where they're at with hope that you might be able to identify what stage you're at and then what you could do to like progress from there so it's like we really want to empower you to identify where you think you are and then share with you some ideas of what we have done and what we've seen other couples do because i think it's just that's empowering to have this awareness and this clarity of okay here's where we are and here's what we can do about it
2: yeah and i think for us we have been able to see ourselves so clearly in each of these phases and we we're really trying to look back you know on on ourselves when we were in these different phases like what what did we need most like what
0: yeah what did we need most and i think we kind of had to suffer the hard way cuz we didn't have like a lot of this has just come by like struggling through and then looking back mm-hmm. so we're hoping to maybe shorten that learning curve or shorten the suffering period or the struggle period for for some families and i think the first like phase that we realized that a lot of families are in unfortunately and 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 fortunately for some of you maybe you've never been in this this phase but it is this phase of what what we call hope and the reason we call it hope is because it's actually the thing you don't have at this phase like you you, it really feels it feels hopeless and Melissa and I were certainly there was a time in our marriage 12 years ago where unless you've ever been in a hopeless situation it's kind of hard to fathom that there could actually not be any hope, but that's really what it felt like for us is, and, and one of the things that was cool about this conversation too, is we started thinking about like, what are the really, what are the outcomes of family brand for families? Like when a family goes through our program, what are the real outcomes that they achieve? And then we started thinking, well, what, what have been the outcomes for us and our family? And the three that we, we, we talked about and that I kind of want to weave throughout this episode is, is first, the first uh, outcome benefit that, if, that we've, that we have seen in our own family Is what we call this rock a rock solid foundation. Like when we know who we are and we know what we stand for, we just feel like it's given us this rock solid foundation as a family that like we're gonna be okay. Like no matter what happens to us. Like we have this foundation that's rock solid, like, and we're able to have that in our marriage and and for our children. The second outcome that we've seen as as having our family brand is it allows us to live by design instead of living life by default, instead of kind of doing the things we think we should or we're supposed to, we're able to be more intentional about living the life that we want to live. And then the third thing is like unbreakable family bonds that we're creating these relationships that are going to last. And so when you think about those three outcomes and you think about a family or a couple that might be in that place of hopelessness to them, like the foundation feels like it's crumbling. And then when you think about this idea of like, I remember when Melissa and I were there, like there was no foundation and we felt completely powerless. And, and, and even though we were a family, like we felt totally alone. I just remember how lonely it felt. Yeah. And how discouraging it was like, we're married and yet you feel completely alone and you just can't see any possibility. You just have this crumbling foundation. You feel completely powerless and, and alone.
2: And what we identified in this phase, what, what we wanted most was we wanted, we were hopeless. We wanted to have hope that things could get better, but we just couldn't, we couldn't see it like for ourselves. We just couldn't see it. And What ended up happening is we found a great marriage counselor. If you've listened to our podcast before, you've, you've heard this story, but we, we found a great marriage counselor. It wasn't the first one we went to. We tried a different one, did not have a great experience with him because we didn't feel like he even really cared about the outcome, the outcome of our, of our marriage. Um, But this, the second counselor that we went to, we just uh, found ourselves in his office for the first time. And We briefly, he kind of asked us to tell, to tell him our story about how we had met. And he's like, and I'll, and I'll tell you, you know, tell me your story and I'll tell you right away. He's like, I don't think all marriages should be saved, but if I,
0: and he even said, I'm not here to save your marriage. Yeah. But I'm here to listen to you.
2: Yeah. And he said, but after hearing, you know, tell me really briefly your story, your experiences, and then, and then I'll tell you, honestly, if I think your marriage is something worth, worth fighting for. So we did that told him our story and he and he told us very clearly he was like i think you guys have something here
0: yeah he sat back in his chair and he actually kind of smiled and nodded and looked at both of us and he was like yeah i actually like Melissa said i, I think you guys have something worth fighting for i believe in you guys and you know it's so interesting as simple as that sounds through all of mine and Melissa's separation and all of our struggles not one person had said that to us we had a lot now don't get me wrong we had a lot of really amazing people that poured into us and Tried to give us advice and help us. But what we were looking for more than anything is someone that's just speak possibility into us, to speak hope. And Melissa and I both reflected on like, we didn't talk about it till later, but when he said that, both of us had this really profound like experience and feeling of like, we felt something. And I think we felt like hope entering back into, even it might just have been a sliver of it, but that's that's really all, all we needed.
2: Yeah. And I think that he, we couldn't find hope within ourselves. Like someone else had to, had to give it to us and tell us, like, "Hey, I I see something here. I think you guys could make something really beautiful."
0: And I think for me, it, it almost felt like instantly a little bit of that, like, like the suffering we were in, was lifted a little bit. Like it felt a little bit lighter. Like I didn't feel so powerless. I didn't feel so alone. And so the thing we've realized is that if you're in that stage right now of your marriage, your relationship, where it feels hopeless, the the number one thing that we would suggest. First and foremost, when we've shared with so many people is try to find a really good marriage counselor, like find a marriage counselor that's for marriage, that is for family staying together. And, and even if that ends up not being the case, but find someone that can like speak possibility into your marriage. The second thing that we identified is surrounding yourself with people who make you feel hopeful or help you feel hopeful, like people who have good marriages, people who have good relationships. I think one of the most dangerous things for me in this phase was when, when we were in this place, Melissa and I, there was people I would seek out. That they themselves were kind of hopeless, or had a miserable marriage, or had been divorced, and really bitter, and so they they were not encouraging me to see hope. They were kind of encouraging me to to get out. And then I would other people I would get around that had good relationships, had good marriages, and they would really you know try their best to encourage me. The third thing I would recommend: so find a good marriage counselor, surround yourself with positive people around that can see possibility and hope. And then the third thing is Gordon, our marriage counselor, actually did something really profound for us in that first session. And Melissa and I talked about how profound it was. He asked us to go back and retell, like to tell him the story of how we met and how we fell in love. And so Melissa and I both identified that as we went back and revisited the fact that we did love each other and the story of meeting and dating and the times where we were in love, we kind of started feeling those same feelings again. But it had been so long since we visited any of that that it was, we truly were convinced, like, there's nothing here. Like, we, to some degree, were kind of convinced, like, yeah, were, were we ever in love? Did we really love each other? Was this all just a mistake? But as we revisited, How we met, how we fell in love. We're like, no, that was real. So I think it was a combination of revisiting our story, having someone that spoke possibility into us, that we started to like feel a little bit of hope.
2: Yeah. So again, if you if you are in this phase and that's where you find yourselves, those are the three things that that I would start start with.
0: So the next phase that we identified, we call that phase belief. And and the reason we call it belief is because you're not hopeless, but you're also having a hard time believing that your marriage could be really great. And we have a lot of couples that reach out to us on Instagram saying, yeah, you know, we've been married for a number of years. We're kind of more like roommates. You know, we just kind of live and get through the day and we're just kind of existing.
2: Yeah, just going through the motion.
0: We don't really go, there's not really a spark or a passion anymore in our marriage. We don't, we're not like really dating and courting each other. Like, it's just, it's just like Melissa said, it's it's day-to-day. The foundation isn't crumbling, but it's definitely shaky. And yeah, we want we want something more, but- we're not even quite sure that we believe it's possible. And so the reason we call it belief is because that's what we want we want people to have. is just a little bit of belief. And the thing that we found is when you're at this stage, the thing I think you could use more than anything is a cheerleader. Like someone in your corner really cheering you on and be like, no, it, it can be great. Like you're not hopeless, but you're at this. And Melissa and I actually were at a wrestling tournament today.
2: This is going to be a weird analogy, but it, <laughs> but it just struck us today. We were watching Tate at his first kind of wrestling tournament.
0: Yeah. And there was this kid on Tate's team who was wrestling and he, it was a third round, really tired. He was on bottom. So the other wrestler was on top. He was on his hands and knees and he just needed to stand up to get out of this other wrestler's grip. But he just was like struggling, like kind of existing, right? Just like out of energy. And his dad came down out of the stands on the mat during the middle. Yeah. During the middle of it all. and started screaming at him, but in a, in like a uplifting way, what not like a, yeah. Encouraging like you can do this. He was like, get up get up stand (laughs) Stand up up. you can stand up and it was like kind of inspiring and like people got behind it and the kid like summoned the the like the belief and and you saw it like right before your very own eyes like he stood up
2: yeah he was totally could hear his dad like back there cheering him on and it was just like that energy and yeah he totally did
0: now if the kid was at the hopeless phase that we talked about earlier his dad might have needed he might have needed his dad to just like come literally like lay down next to him on the mat and just hold him right like a is He might not have responded to someone cheering him on, but again, at this phase, I, you know, and and we we have had people be that for us. We look, we want to be that for you. Is like to cheer you on and really help you see that like it can be more than just existing. It can be more than just like being roommates. It can be more than just day to day, and to like start to have that des- that 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 belief that it could be really great. And so the three things that we identified here. That For Melissa and us, when Melissa and I, when we were at the stage and Melissa brought this up yesterday, so I'll let her talk about this, but she's like, you know what, for me, I used to think that in order for us to get out of this phase of just kind of existing, that we needed to work on us together. But she was like, I actually realized I needed to work on me.
2: Yeah, it might seem like weird advice at this phase, but I really do. As I look back on our own journey, I'm like, okay, that is a major contributor for us you know, our relationship evolving, evolving from out of that kind of belief phase was Chris and I individually, like loving ourselves, I guess, if I were just to get down to like the bottom of it. But what that kind of looked like was investing in ourselves and like our personal development and whatever our passions were, and learning to support each other in those and not trying to change the other person, but becoming the best person that you can be. And then as you as you both bring in that best person forward, I think that inevitably leads to a stronger person and a stronger relationship.
0: Yeah, I think one of the realizations Melissa and I have had is that strong marriages are made up of strong individuals. Strong families are made up of strong individuals. But Melissa and I used to invest so much effort and energy into changing each other when we could have just been bettering ourselves. And bringing a better version of ourselves to the marriage, and I think it's so tempting at this phase, though. And I would say, wouldn't you say, unless the majority of the people who would kind of can, it's you can tell right away that they're in this phase when they reach out to us through Instagram or some other. The first thing they usually talk about is what their spouse isn't doing.
2: Yeah, is there isn't doing, and why that's.
0: And I'm not saying that sometimes you're right. Like you, you might have a spouse that's not, but I really do think at this phase, if you want to get out of the phase of just existing and and just getting by and day to day, like one of the biggest things we found is work on you like hire a coach whatever coach that is (laughs) like whatever whatever area of your life you're interested in improving take the take a personality test and learn more about who you are meditate do yoga love who you are like do everything you can to be fulfilled and have a full cup yourself
2: and i think that brings more to your relationship not just because you're fulfilled but it's like more to talk about like if you just took a personality test it's like okay we have this cool talking point now and i think that in and of itself changes changes the dynamics of you know, the relationship and what you're able to talk about and bring to each other.
0: So the second thing we also identified at this stage of belief is to kind of, to again, t- to build that belief that you could have something great is to cast a new vision for your marriage. Like, and that's same thing if, if you're in a business and the business has kind of like hit a plateau and gotten stale, one of the most powerful things to get that business back growing again is to like create a new vision, like create a new vision of what you want. And I think that's a huge distinction I think at this phase, Melissa and I used to talk a lot about what we didn't want, and we talk a lot about what we don't like, but we weren't investing more we weren't investing as much energy in what we wanted as what we didn't want and I don't think it serves you at this stage to talk about what you don't want or what you don't like, but to talk about what do we want, what do we want our marriage to look like, what do we want our relationship to look like, what do we want our personal lives look like, and then enroll each other into that into that vision and I was like I remember Melissa doing that to me at times. It's like, look, no, I want more from our marriage. I, and, I know we, and I know we can, it wasn't like I want more and here's all everything you need to do. Melissa was really powerful in saying like, I want more from our marriage and here's what I see for us. Here's the possibilities I see. And here's, the, here's what I see in you. And like, we could, we could be like awesome together. We could be better together. We could be a one plus one equals three. And it kind of got me being like, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I think we could be. But that vision literally can pull you into that like belief. And then the third thing, which kind of correlates with that, but it's like invest in your relationship. What I mean by invest in your relationship, be proactive in like creating time and experiences together. Like we know so many couples are like, ah, we got to the end of the week and we know, you know, we haven't been on a date in a long time. And we were both so tired that just, we just didn't go or we did. And we just went and got dinner and then, um, you know, hardly, hardly said anything to each other, but it's like, and look at this stage, it might be a little bit awkward like when Melissa and I were in this phase and we were like, okay, we're going to re we're going to recreate our marriage and create a new vision of what we want. And we're going to, we're going to invest in like, we're not going to miss a date night. That was one of the ways we like every week we're going to go on a date. Some of those first dates were awkward. Cause we we're like getting to know each other again, but we just kept with it. And like they got better and we got more comfortable with each other. And we started living into that vision and we were investing in our, in ourselves. We were investing in our relationship and like the belief started like, okay, yeah, like, Really, We really did start to believe like there could be more for us.
2: I think going back to that, the second thing we said to, if you're in that belief phase about casting a new vision, I think um, one thing I'd go back and add to that is that I think maybe oftentimes, you know, you decide to get married or be in a long-term relationship, have a family with someone, you obviously see a future together and whatever that looks like. I think we just get so bogged down with the day-to-day that sometimes we forget, forget what that felt like and maybe and maybe what we envisioned so I think you know we talked about in phase one revisiting the story of you dating I think that could be useful here like what was what did we see in each other and our future together you know when we when we were first starting out because I know when we, when Chris and I were dating it was totally totally saw the possibility in each other but you just lose sight of that so I think that might be helpful too is just remembering what it used to look like or feel like.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point. Because when we were dating, we would talk all the time about what we saw in each other and how your personality with my personality and our different strengths, we could create a really awesome partnership together. We could create a really awesome family together. But you're right. In the hopeless phase, we didn't didn't remember any of that. But by revisiting that, it helped us be like, yeah, you know what? We, we did believe this at one time. And so we were able to kind of bring that back and add to it. But yeah, just like Create a new vision for yourself for your family of what's possible, and then then go live into it like go create it and make it happen. don't leave it up to circumstance totally so then the third the third phase we call it is is desire, and what we mean by that is like you're certainly there you're not you're not struggling to believe that that there's possibility, you're not feeling hopeless it's like you know you really do you really do believe that there's more possible, you desire it, and you're striving for it so at this at this phase like most people would say, like, wow, you have a, you have like a really good marriage. Like your foundation is stable. You're getting ahead in life. You're getting ahead in your relationship, and you have like strong family bonds. But I think at this phase, you're like you're you're looking for more. It's like you know you sense intuitively like that there's more possible for you and your family, but you don't know quite how to get it. Like at the hopeless phase, you don't think anything's possible, right? And then someone shows you at the belief phase, you're like, it could be but at this phase like you know there's more possible like you know that you could be more intentional you know that you could be more bold and courageous but you just and so what i think you really need at this phase and what we needed was we we needed so so again in the hope phase we needed someone to just speak possibility into us in the belief phase just someone like cheerlead us and be in our corner and in this phase like we need someone to really challenge us like challenge us to be like be the family that you know you can be be the family that you want to be and i think where we got more confidence here was Not doing things that we thought we should do as a family, not doing the things we thought we were supposed to do as a family, but really finally starting to have the courage to like be who we wanted to be, to create the experiences that we wanted to create, and to not just have a foundation that was stable, but to have a foundation that was like unshakable, and not just have family bonds that were you know strong, but like unbreakable. And I guess the the first thing that happened for us is once our once we were stable and kind of strong, we started looking at like where are there opportunities for us to take back our family? Like maybe where have we just kind of been asleep figuratively over the years? Where have we just kind of been sleepwalking through life? And we just realized that there were some areas that we would kind of outsourced our family and our relationship to. They weren't bad, but we didn't, we weren't like really taking charge of our family. And so I had us just look like, hey, is the way our kids doing their education, right? In the school system, does that work for us? Is the way like that we're approaching our family's health? Like, does that work for us? Is the way that we're approaching our family spirituality? Does that work for us? Or are we just outsourcing it to a school, the healthcare system, a church? And so, it just I think it just gave us the courage to really look at like, what would it look look like to take back our family? And we started doing things. We like started homeschooling. We started like changing the way we ate. We started going on really long summer vacations. Because before we're like, well, the longest summer vacation you can go on is a week, right? Like, that's what everyone does. <laughs> just even little things like that. And it's like, well, why can't we go for two? Why can't we go for a month? And I don't know. I don't know how else I would say it other than just this idea, like, you start to realize, like, you can take back your family. Like, you can be the family that that you want to be.
2: Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think in this space too, you start, yeah, just everything that has just been assumed, Just that's just the way things are. Maybe you start looking at those a little bit, a little bit
0: differently. And then I would say the next thing in this phase that we talked about is dreaming together. Instead of just like getting ahead, you start having those conversations like, man, my dream would be to like sell everything we own and move somewhere someday. My dream would be to start a nonprofit. My dream would be to get in the best shape of my life. My dream would be to... Write a book. Yeah. But you start, you start dreaming Individually and as a family, of like, what do we? So you've taken back your family, and you have this like courage to start dreaming of like, and and what we find too is what's so interesting is when we talk with families, there isn't a family out there that doesn't have a dream or multiple dreams, but it's just always kind of been on the back burner. It's in the back of their minds. They don't ever really think it's going to happen.
2: You feel like you have all the time in the world.
0: Yeah. Or or you just you're like ah, it probably was just not realistic. It's not practical. Mm -hmm. Probably couldn't happen. But like yeah, I would love to. Whatever it is, fill in the blank, right?
2: Yeah, that could be that too, for sure.
0: And so I think a huge part of this too is like we would really challenge you to think about like going on an adventure. Like if I was to ask you right now, I guarantee you that every person listening to this, there's an adventure that you want to go on as a family, and you've known it for a while, but it's just kind of like just sitting back there. And I had someone um it was really cool at this Nash this event we were at in Nashville recently the guy was asking me about moving to Hawaii. He's like, you want to know the coolest thing about that? And I was like, what's that? And he goes, everyone talks about it and you guys did it. And I was like, that is kind of cool. <laughs> and, and when he say we, we did it, not that everyone talks about moving to Hawaii, but everyone talks about something like that. Again, whatever it is for you, whatever the adventure is, it could be individually, it could be for your family, but I know that there's something calling to you just like there has been to Melissa. And there's always been something that's calling to us and I mean, still calling to us.
2: Yeah. And just to reiterate, I don't think we, I mean, maybe it is a literal adventure of moving, but it could be more of a figurative adventure, yeah. like starting the nonprofit or the volunteering that your family has been wanting to do,
0: or or a, a huge adventure. A lot of moms have talked to you about is like, I want to homeschool my children.
2: Mm, yeah. It's like
0: this dream I've had, like to be with them more and like shape and influence them more. But I don't, I don't think I could do it, or I don't think I have what it takes.
2: Yeah. So maybe that's what whatever those things are that you are telling yourself you. Maybe a dream you have, but you, for whatever reason, are telling yourself you can't. I think it's like learning to let go of that. and be like, no, I think, I think I can. I think we can.
0: So what's interesting is I hope you can see maybe these phases that you've been at, or you can identify the phase you're at now and then realize like there's, again, if you're at that phase of just hopelessness, the first thing we'd want you to know is like, there's hope. Like you don't have to, you can, you can get past this phase of suffering and just trying to survive Like there is hope. Like you can, you can go back and revisit and, and remember that you used to love each other, and remember those feelings. You can find a good marriage counselor. You can surround yourself with people that will speak possibility and and life into you. Or if you're at that phase of you know belief where it's just kind of existing, it's just day to day. You feel like roommates. You can really start to like spark that belief in yourself that like things could be great. And you can work on yourself. You can invest in you, and in your hobbies, your interests, your skills you can cast a new vision for your marriage and go live into it. And you can like create time and experiences to invest in a relationship. Or again, maybe you're at this place of desire where it's like, we're doing pretty good. Like we're striving to do as best we can. We have a stable foundation. We have strong relationships, but yet we know there's more. We challenge you like just assess your family. And if there's any areas of your family that aren't completely what you want to be, take them back, challenge you to like start dreaming together. Big dreams, like the stuff that scares you to say out loud to each other. And then we challenge you to go on an adventure, whether that's a literal adventure or figuratively, but like, go do that thing that's really calling to you.
2: And I think it's interesting, you know, if, if Chris and I, if you were in that hopeless phase and we were to say like, oh, go start living your dreams, go on the adventure. It's just, that's just not where, not where you're at there. Like you just, yeah. it would be like, like they're not even, they're not even seeing me. So every family is so unique, you know, where you are, where you are on this journey of life and relationships and, and we're here for it.
0: Yeah. And I I I I think the thing that Melissa and I talked about yesterday too is I would I would have loved nothing more than someone who had been at all three of these phases when we were struggling that could have come and said, like, yeah, I know what it's like to be in a marriage in a situation that feels hopeless. And I want you to know there's hope. Or if someone would have came to us and said, Yeah, I know what it feels like to kind of just exist with your partner and feel like you're roommates and it's just day to day and there's no passion or no excitement. Like and I want you to know like there's there's hope there too. Like there's you can create this belief. And that's, I guess, what we want, our desire in sharing all this is that no matter where you're at, it's where you're at. And the reality is, like, we want to inspire you and give you hope and belief that you can create anything you want as a family. And like, it just like, you just don't have to suffer as long or you don't have to suffer alone. We don't have to just exist. Because I don't think that's why we're put in families. Like, I don't think, and I, and I, I. I know that families are hard, I know that marriages can be hard, but I also sometimes kind of like really just resent that that is always what gets brought up about families. Oh, marriage is so hard. Oh, families are so hard. Yes, and I don't think that that equates to, oh, marriage is just hard. You're going to kind of be miserable for most of it. Oh, raising kids is just hard. You're just going to kind of have to exist and make it day by day. No, it's like, yeah, marriage is hard, families are hard, and we can really create the family of our dreams. (laughs) We can really be who we want to be. We really can cast a vision of what's possible and go live into it. And we might be at the stage of hopelessness, but you know what? We're going to crawl out of it.
2: One of our, that um, oh, was beautiful, by the way. Thank you. One of our um, family values, it's our family vision actually, is we believe you can be who you want to be. And I guess that's just what's running through my mind right here is, yeah, wherever you wherever you are right now, you totally can, can be who you want to be and create. Whatever you want to
0: create. Yeah. And if there's any, if there's any aspect of this that spoke to you, or if you have further questions, like, please reach out to us through our Instagram. We have people reaching out to us all the time, but I hope these, I hope some of these tips have helped you. They are the things that we have personally done to go from a place of hopelessness to where we are now. And we've seen it impact other families as well. And the other thing I want you to know is wherever you're at, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just where you're at. Thank you for being on this journey with us. See you next
1: week. Thank you so much for listening to the Family Brand Podcast. To say thank you, we have something really awesome we'd love to share with you.
0: You know, we often hear from families who will tell us that they just feel so overwhelmed